Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, yep, boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded, the disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast, it's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping, and once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt, they throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted, on code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, large. Professor. Appreciate you, brother. Word hey, up, man. Big up. Respect, What's up, King? Man, respect, King. Oh, bro, man. Respect, Likewise. Bro. Respect, man. Bro. Super respect. Th- man. That, that we are sitting in the building with with not only hip hop history, but hip hop royalty, bro. Man, appreciate hip-hop it. Royalty. Yeah, appreciate man. it, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just trying to live up, man. I got a bunch of records in the in the call right now, man. Really? So, yeah, man, for real, man. Damn, we, bro. Damn, doing man. it, we still doing it, man. This is what we do. Yeah, it's what we do. You know what, man? I, when I 
when I think of you, when I look at you, man, it just, it be tripping me out a lot because I know that we know who you are. Right. We know what you've done. We know your contributions. But, you know, you take the average blow, you know, out on the street or whatever. They don't know. They don't understand the impact. Yeah, I got had. work to do. I got work to game. do. No, you already yeah, did. Yeah, we won't be here for a I while. Mean, was, this... it, was that something that you, in, did you, did you intentionally try, like play, you know, play low key, you know, and not really try to get all the way out there, let everybody know, yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did this. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. I did that. Like you did that. You did this. You did that. You yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah, did yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, people yeah. don't even know. They know your music, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. They know the work. Yeah, they know yeah. your work. Yeah. I, I think I, I can attribute that to like just that industry thing. Yeah. You know, once you get in the industry, it start becoming, you know, like I was one of them dudes from that era where dudes thought they had to go up in the office to get their music out there. You know what I mean? That's one of the earlier days. So. That was my thing, but I think that was a, a thing that kind of contributed to that. Where it was like, I he's on this label and they ain't promoting and all, you know. So it wasn't me because I was trying to stick my chest out as far as I could with the music, you yeah. know what I mean, and put yeah. it out there, MTV, whatever, whoever. You know, it wasn't for them, but if y'all want all for the platform, we gonna rock. You know, right. that was my thing. So now it's it's when I look at it in, in retrospect, I'm like, yo. I don't know if the industry was meant for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was, I mean, it got me out there. It definitely yeah, got no me doubt. out there, but you know, I, I think that's what that was. It was like a, a like a, a in industry stigma with, you know, just the big corporations and the indies and you know, that kind that, of thing. That shit so, was a real turn off for me too, man. Yeah. When it came, you know, at, at first making records, was fun, man. You know what I mean? It it really it was a um it was a it was an outlet for me. You know, free to express however it was I felt that day. And as time went on, the shit turned into a business that turned into another business that's now a totally different fucking business. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, I don't really want to be a part of this shit. Certain man. things, you know, yeah. certain things we want to, you know, we're, we're like this right here. This is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? All right, yo, ghetto boys and laws pro kicking it. Like, yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's like, a beautiful I'm, I'm glad we here. You know what I'm saying? And, but it's just certain things that the industry bought that, you know, I kind of shot away. So that might be what it was like because it was a lot of the industry stuff. I was like, ah, that ain't for me right there. I'm, I'm the dude. I got the records in the car. I'm ready for the turntables. I'm ready to get busy. In a sense, man, in a sense, like like our music, is, uh, like music is now like an NFT, bro, because you can't you can't touch it no more. You know what I mean? At first we had CDs, uh, cassettes, vinyl, or whatever, vinyl. vinyl. You can open this shit up. You can read the credits, man. You can actually physically touch the the the, the product, man. But now it's like you can't touch. It's just in the atmosphere, in the air, the cloud, you know, things and, like yeah, yeah, and and, and and it costs less than a penny. To, Hit his dude shit. Yeah. Hmm. Like that's a fucking that that's a disgrace to humanity, in my opinion, when it comes to the music, yeah. bro. So that's, that's why a we disgrace. We hitting these streets, man. We was out there in Austin last night. Nice. Yo, yo, um, discovered a uh this girl was spitting last night. I'm in there cutting the records up. We doing it like original recipe Dig flavor yeah. style. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Get busy. I'm cutting the records up. I got the 45s. I opens the mic up, like, yo, who get busy? This girl took flight. This other dude, like, so that's where, you know, and so once I revisited that, I was like, right, this is what I always want. You know, just 
the parties, going out to Germany with these people. You know, it's a community, man, like that. We we out here now, like we, it's it's not them corporations, it's, it's us. So that's what I was, I, I think I was wow. waiting for that. Like, so we here now, it's good. We tend to rose up, you know, doing, doing what we got to do. Take hip hop back. Is, yeah. is that kind of like going in full circle, man, when you think about where you started in Queens, New York? Absolutely. Y'all were doing it. And it wasn't really about corporations and money. It was for the love yeah. of the art. And just who got the busiest? You know, you got to you gotta remember, I grew up in Flushing. That's over there by the Globe, by the tennis courts and all of that, where they do um the tennis, you know, tournaments. Mm -hmm. Then now right across the bridge is like Eric B and Rakim, uh, Kid and Play and all of them. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like... It's it's these people was like right there. Like I could go down the block and see Herbie Lovebug counting out stacks in front of the mall type shit with that red, that same red shit that he had on and had in a heavy <laughs> D video. That red, that red whip he had, he had that shit down the block for me. So I'm seeing that video call. I'm like, man, like, so you want to do it big, you know? And I I was more reliant on my skills, not on my marketing or nothing. I was like, yo. I know if I chop this, oh man, we gonna get him. Man, you hear this shit? Then my man in there, he like, yeah, oh shit, how you get that shit like that? Then we like, yeah, we gonna get, so I was more relying on my skills. And we know the industry ain't about skills. They're about marketable, Marketing, you know, yeah, they, you, you, and y'all brothers, y'all took the, you know, y'all took the reins, you know what I'm saying? Like we in New York, we was more like, yo, go out to the city real quick, you know, get with these people. Like, the South brought that shit to the game big time. Like, yo, we taking this shit in our own hands and blasting it Coming out. out the trunk with yeah, that shit. We, we, we had to. We did it out of necessity because nobody wanted nobody to really wanted deal with to us. Nobody wanted to fuck with us. Right. Yeah, no, know. from New York. Because, see, that's yeah. what it was. Y'all was going up to New York. And it yeah. was, it, was kind of the same for us. So I'm just glad to be, you know, like doing it how we doing it. I'm glad that, you know, I did what I did in the industry. And now the proceeds have me in a position where I could go out here and spread love to the hip hop community, Dope. how we supposed to, and build it strong where we, you know, just the arts and everybody making money, you know, getting busy. So, Dope. you know, yeah, definitely. I love it. Man, I love let's it. go all the way back, man. I, I want to know who raised you. Oh, man, man. It, it was a whole community, man. Like, I, I was born in Harlem. Mm -hmm. uh, who raised me was my, my mother and father, you know what I'm saying? Father and mother. You know, I, I always thought you was you was born in Queens, but you were born in Harlem. Born in Harlem, uh, raised in Queens. Yeah, my moms and pops they was they okay. was living in Queens, and they just so happened to be in Harlem when you know she went into labor. Uh, <laughs> but her mother, my grandmother, she lived in the building that Big L's standing in front of on his album cover. Damn. So that's grandma's house right there, where Big L is standing. That's mm -hmm. grandma's house. You know, that's where I was going back and forth from Flushing to Uptown. Mm -hmm. And so like you, you know what I'm saying? But I had more close, you know, proximity. Yo, we was good. Like I was getting my Uptown, you know, my original, cause my mom was from Uptown, my pops from Virginia. Okay. So, you know, it, it was that dynamic. You know, I had the sassy, my moms ain't, <laughs> you know, like maybe your moms, maybe your, you know what I mean? Where it was just like, yo, it ain't no joke. You know what I mean? For real, she put it down and, um. You know, I think I, I am who I am a lot because of her and my pops. You know, yeah. I got a smooth side to that. My pops was smooth. He put a lot of people like 
a lot of people, like, he was a, a messenger dispatcher. And so, like, you know, he'd be chilling in the projects. He did his thing, you know, he'd smoke a little weed, drink, all that type shit. And, um, you know, a lot of, like, my man L.E.S., uh, who produced, yeah, who produced on yeah. Nas joint, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he used, you know, like, my pops used to be in the projects, like, you know, and dudes giving dudes jobs and things like that with the messenger dispatch oh. and, you know, things like that. So it was, it was cool because I was always, like, in the communities where I was supposed to be at. Like, I was catching park jams because Flushing ain't really, like, the hood, hood is hood. You know, we got the globe, we got the tennis tournament and all that, you know, uh, City Field, you know, and all that. So, and it's diverse, but it ain't, like, the most hood, hood place. But it got it, it, it has its hood elements, but I was still, like, we got the Bland Projects. That's where my man Black Sheep Drez is from. I know his, Drez. Drez a hell of a golfer, too, by exactly. the way. Exactly. Yeah. So his his father and my father used to hang out back in the days. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and they had us, like, together. We growing up, we hearing the park jams and all of that, you know. So it was a community kind of thing, man. But, I mean, grandmoms, grandpops, like, I, I had... And now I'm even learning more because I thought I came from a small family, but now I'm learning more, man. And, oh, and yeah. the, the, the people's out in Virginia, man, very prestigious, man. Very prestigious, man, for real. So you got siblings? Uh, I had a, I had an older sister, man, 12 years older than me. And it was like uh, Tom and Jerry. Like it, my, my, I think my, my sticking my chest out is a lot because of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, she, it, it wasn't no joke. Like, you know, it, she raised me kind of like a pit bull almost. Like, it was like, because she was like my second mother a little bit, you know? And after a while, after all, you know, I was able to withstand what she was sending at me. You know what I mean? I'm going out there now. I'm conquering, you know, the streets. Like, niggas can't tell me, you know, I'm I'm ready. So, you know, after a while, man, yo, shout out to my sister Nina. Her, her name was Lofty Times. Mm-hmm. Lofty times, crazy, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, my sister used to be man. Shout out to Carolyn, man. My sister used to crazy. Beat my ass, man. I was, I was like I a fight. Willie. You, you, your sister beat you up, man. My sister beat anybody up. Bro. You got beat up by it, a girl. It, that's it, I seen, yeah. I seen my yeah, sister yeah. kicked it. I seen my sister kick this dude in his face. I came up. I was like, yo, <laughs> she kicked. So that was that era. That was that yeah. era. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. they, that was that era where where the sisters was. Just as, <laughs> I mean, they yeah, still got him, you know, because yeah, Megan yeah, Thee Stallion, yeah. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if you want to fuck around, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Megan Thee Stallion, deal. for real. was the real deal. Exactly. Yeah, so, sure. you know, they still around, but yeah. at that time, they was a lot more prevalent. And it was like, you know, I, I know a few still to this day that, whew, you know, it's, it's a problem and shit, but they they beautiful women to this day. But yeah. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what, um, at what point in your life did you just fall in love with hip hop? Like I love you. Like that's yeah. when did you say that to hip hop? Like I love yeah. you. Yeah, when I, I you know have you. It was one damn, damn, bro. You had like you finna pull out some condoms. I'm just saying I love. I mean that's 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 how I we feel about this shit. Love you. I love hip hop, bro. Love like I love you. the game, man. I, I love, love this it, shit, but I don't man. like love. <laughs> Like that, you willing, willing, willing. Shit. No, I'm melting for it, man. Because yeah. when it comes to music, bro, and putting uh, 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 um, instruments where they go, not cluttering yeah. this shit up, yeah, putting them where they go, man. You know Artistry. what I mean? Like it, it, it's 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 a beautiful thing, bro. It, it, it's almost 
It's probably don't the best it. piece of ass I've ever had. I'm telling you, man, you ever made a dope Ooh, ass beat? Be like, let us pray. <laughs> I was watching Hawaii Five O in my studio, and um, I did a song for the product, and the song was called uh, "Shoot." I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, I don't remember, but I, it'll, it'll snap back to me. But it had that Hawaii Five O vibe to it, man. It's crazy how you can be watching some shit, no sound, but just vibe, man. Just the vibe, man. What's that? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. What's nah, that? nah. That? It was a, uh, it was a uh, Hawaii Five O. I don't know. I didn't have a sound on. Mm-hmm. I just had the, the 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 visuals. Well, y'all know that that Fat Joe loop, the um, gotta flow, Joe. You gotta flow, that's, Joe. That's Hawaii Five O. It is. Yeah, shout out Duh. to Diamond D. Word. That's, that's, yeah, Diamond yeah, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's Hawaii Five O right there. Word. But man, when 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 did that like? Oh man. Well, what? I think I think for all of us, probably it happened even before hip hop. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause Marvin Gaye, all of that. You know, I'm like Tupac. Like, yo, I I was rocking. I was rocking all of that. I loved yeah. all of that. So when hip hop came, it was like the Cause I always try to explain to people like for hip hop with us, like me, you know, Fisher Price turntables and all it, like records was like toys to us. So now when hip hop came around, like I remember the Fisher Price turntable, all that, all that. that I mean, dope. for real, like yeah. for real, I, you know, but so when hip hop came around, it's like, oh man, that's that like that, you know, we touching the record and we moving it, you know, that kind of thing. And it was like, you hear, a Grandmaster Flash record and then now you go on your parents' records and hear the record that they use and it's like, oh, this is what they doing? Like, okay. Like, and then now you get out there and start getting with the, you know, the elders. Like my man in the BX, my man Sergeant Len Funk, he used to put me on the mad records like wow. and get me the stores to go get, you know, so it was just that that community thing, man. And, and, you have different versions of it. Some people getting, you know, they fall in love with hearing themselves talk all day and fucking rap to people all day. They, you know, and that's Willie. Now Will got some shit to say though. Willie Will, he, still he got some shit to say. Y'all better listen every that's time that man speak. Both that's of them, dog, man. That's that man dog speak. Y'all better man. listen for real. So I mean, you know, it was just basically that man. It was like, you know. And and because it was the birthplace, you know, I'm going uptown. I'm getting the yep, real yep. uptown <clears throat> flavor and coming back to Queens, which is a little bit more. I would it, it's it's more a little more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could hear some R and B shit uh, linked up with some hip hop vocals, like a blend, and mm-hmm. that was the Queen style. And like it was, it was just. So you had them two different worlds together. And I, I was like, yeah, nah, this is for me. And then as a hip hop kid, breaking, drunk, oh. graffiti, all of that, I went through all the channels, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, we we here with it. You know, this is what we doing now. All right, I'm with it. So check this out. When, 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 when did the cuts and scratches come about? Because to me, uh, for me, uh, when I heard Herbie Hancock do Rocket, you know that's the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, then and then the um the Hungry Like a Wolf was I think the first sample, was the first like eh. It, it was something really. Yeah, from Duran, I think Duran? that. Yeah, from Duran Duran. Oh I think yeah, that's you the can't first mention with time. that music shit. Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, we we gonna yeah, talk. Yeah, we gonna yeah, talk. Yeah, we gonna talk music, I don't know. Baby. We gonna talk a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, I think that was the first sample. Really. On the record. 
really. Word. But yeah, the Herbie Hancock, I think, was, was the that first. first? Because uh, that's when I heard it first. Yeah, yeah, it could could be, but I I, I think definitely Sugar Hell in them was kind of putting they out. Was cutting it. Oh, they were they backspinning it. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when 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 I when, got uh, homework. Uh, I'm 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 gonna do the homework. Man, yeah, I'm let me know. Call respond. I'm call respond with that fact. The rapper's delight was that a backspin or was that a sample? Oh no, nah, that was a band. Really? Yeah, Rapper's Delight was a band. Oh, shit. Sylvia and them had the band up in oh, there. The message wow. was a band. Oh, wow. No, no, that was a drum machine and and dudes, you know, like, yeah. yeah, that was a drum machine and dudes playing, you know, but yeah, nah, that was... Damn it, man. Yeah. And I'm thinking that that was a... You no, know, Curtis Blow was a, a incredible producer as well. And insane. What? Insane. You know, you already know. Man, Curtis Blow had one of my favorite rap songs ever. Uh, way back west from a way back east coming from the place you'd expect the least there came a stranger dressed in black from a Harlem town a long way back like Curtis Blow man yo yo for Don't real give me all that job about, about things you wrote before I was alive now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow <laughs> and Christmas is one thing I know so every year just about this time I celebrate it with a rhyme I'm crazy. Like, so, you know, coming in. Yeah, coming from. Thank you, Curtis. Yeah. Thank you, Curtis Blow. Cool Mo D, all of them dudes. Like, these is like. Mo D. Insane inspirations for me, man. So, you know, just hearing them guys, like, hearing their park tapes, hearing Slick Rick's park tapes like you know those tapes used to circulate like records Slick Rick was do you have like early records from Slick Rick before he got with Dougie Fresh no there were the park tapes him and him and him and Doug Whoa. like out there like in parks you know really? what I'm saying getting busy so that was our culture before records it was like you would have like the uh the Cold Crush 4 tape with them doing her over you know, uh, the Billy Joel stiletto, you know, and they got routines, like things that are record ready, but they just doing it in the park. Like they treating it like a whole show, you know, and you getting it on tape. It's it like yeah. that. Hip hop is so crazy, I love it. man. I love so it. crazy that, you know, just the ingenuity and the thought that went into that, like that's something from nothing thing that now we sitting here you know it's worldwide I swear we go all over the world and there's a community there's a hip hop community Everywhere. that's there Every, yo I just went we was in Cologne Germany I went to a 50 cent show out there arena packed 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 they know the words everything I'm like man hip hop man this it started is it, it started in New York bro and and and, and everybody speaks the language Man. Everybody speaks the hip hop language, yes. man, and that's that's probably the most beautiful thing about that art, man. Everybody around the world speaks, and that's that that's language. why I always say my man MC Shan is a prophet because he made the song "Living in the World of Hip Hop," and he said that he said all all the things that we doing right now. He said that he said we're gonna be living in the world of hip hop, and that's where we at, man. Like that's. The coolest shit you could be is someone who hip hop, like, you know, either your friend, you ain't got to be hip hop, but you know, you you got a friend that, you know, and you know, you know, Wu-Tang Clan, you better know Wu-Tang yeah, Clan. Around the world, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, 
you know, if you want to get a, you know, you want to go down the rabbit no hole and, and find the rest of that, you know, that's on you. But, you know, everybody know a little something to that. It, yeah. it, got, in the, it got in the windows. It seeped through the vents. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder, 
But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When um, you being from Queens, I know um, Roxanne Shantae is from Queens, and... um, I got a chance to actually check out her um, movie on Netflix. Right. And like Roxanne started a whole lot of shit in Queens when it came to hip hop. Absolutely. You she know? was on the front line. She yes, was on she the front was. line. Shout Absolutely. out to her. Yeah. And and then Nas. <sighs> Tell me about the Nas encounter. Man. So Nas, 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 cool brother from Queensbridge. My man Joe Fatal. I know him in, in Flushing since five years old. Like, we was like, you know, we was out and rocked the bells with him. Fatal was in there. In yeah, the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Fatal was in there. So I know him since five years old. It was something happened where he moved away for a while. Then, like, high school days, he just popped back up. And now he's this Long Island City, Queensbridge dude. And I'm like, oh, shit, damn, I ain't seen you in a while. Like, ah, ah. He's like, yo. I know G-Rap, I know this one, I know that one. And I was already kind of making beats. So he's like, yo, I'm gonna bring you, yo, come to this party, come there, ah, ah. So he started connecting the dots. Then one day he's like, yo, I got this dude, yo, he's mad nice, I'm telling you, you know, cause I was reluctant with, like, I was ready to go, like I was already kind of working with G-Rap. So G-Rap I ain't wanna hear none of these sub level niggas, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I'm like, dogs, like, where are you? He's all right, man. All right, I'm going to do this with you. Like, and so this was Nas. You know what I'm saying? We went out to Coney Island. We took a, a damn a system cab. Like out in New York, we, we used to have cabs that used to have the crazy system. Like y'all had the damn y'all own car <laughs> shit. But we used to call a cab and get that had a system and shit. You know, he's Latin brother or whatever and shit. Gooseneck shit, all that. You know what I mean? Back in the days, EQ, all that. Bang, that's how we got faking the funk popping and shit because we used to ride around in the system cab with oh. that, going to the weed spots and shit like that, just listening to that shit blasting. Like, yo, this going to be a record. You know, so we took the system cab out to Coney Island. That shit, I know that shit, I don't, I didn't know then, but I know that shit was a grip because that's miles and miles. So we did that, went to this studio named Stein in the Sky. I made the beat on site. And he said the rhymes right there. My man Wiz was there. A few other people. My man Raj. Um, yeah, real. Um, yo, so, and that was like when I first had, and after that, I, like I said, I was already working with G-Rap. So we was like Queensbridge and Power Play Studios. I got some great stories for y'all too about like, you know, some of the origins, but um, it, that involved y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, Queensbridge is right there and then the studio is right there. So like late night, if Rakim or G-Rap wasn't coming in, I'd be like, yo, the studio's open, come through. You know, after that first session I established with him, I'm like, yo, we gonna work again. And so I would be in the lab and I'll be like, yo, come through, the, the lab is open. It'd be like two, three in the morning, his moms pick up the phone. I'd be like, you know, Miss Jones, 
She'd be like, oh, I'm going to get him up. Boom. He'd be like, yo. He'd be like, yo, come up the block right now. Lab's open. So, you know, he was he met me halfway with that. And that's why he is where he is now. And, and at, this, at this time, Nas is what, 17? Absolutely. And something like 17. Yeah. What was the um, live at the barbecue, the, the first song that you recorded with him? That, uh, that was from the the Breaking Adams album. Absolutely, that you did with Main Source. Absolutely, Main yes, Source sir. was my group yeah. too. Yes, sir. Yeah, now nah, we was, at the front door. Yo, we had it. love, man. We had love. We didn't do many, many shows, but we did do a show in Houston, and we had love out here. It was packed. It was in like a strip mall kind of um spot. That's that really, we really know where it's at. It was it was like a <laughs> corner spot. <laughs> oh yeah, you was at uh the Rhinestone Wrangler or the Thunderdome or something like that. Choc yeah, it was, what was it? Huh? Well, I Chocolate City, it's but it was corner. nice. It, it was, was packed, mall, like, like a grocery store strip mall. That exactly. Was, that was, that was and it, but it was the corner joint. It like was on it, the corner. It, it was, yeah. yeah. Sat in the corner here. It was packed. It was packed, and they and that front door joint was day joint. That was day joint. They was cool with the other ones, but they and, and barbecue too. When you heard a seventeen-year-old Nas speaking on that track, what's your first impression? Well, I already knew he was ill and out of the ordinary. Because, you know, you hear dudes rhyme cat and hat, you know, and he's like cat and Arafat. You know what I mean? Saying <laughs> shit like that. You're like, oh, okay, they pulled me out there. Right. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? So I already knew he was ill, but it was just like, what is he going to say now? That kind of thing. Because okay. we had a couple of renditions of the song that we was trying to get together. But then when we was like, it was go time, it was like, and so when we heard it, it was, you know, he delivered, man. It was, it was, I think Nas may have... I mean, because there are a couple of people, artists earlier that have, but I think he kind of re rejuvenated like shock rap, like yeah, that shit. That's like, what did that nigga say? Yeah, when, yeah, like what did huh? Let me bring that back. Like, I think after that, like Eminem kind of, you know what I'm saying, kind of followed suit with like a lot of shock rap, like just shit that uh, shocked you that a nigga would say on the mic. You're like, huh? Let me rewind that. You know what I'm saying? And then it becomes a norm. You know, now it's like the norm. It's like, nah, that ain't shock rap no more. That's just the norm. That's just how yes, we, we yeah. speaking now. So it's a beautiful thing, man, that, you know, he had he had a lot of, you know, and then I didn't know as much about his father, but but he had a yeah, legacy. Blues exactly. Yeah. So he already had that man, in his dope, bloodline. Man. Dope, so, man. you know, he just applied it to rap, you know, which is a beautiful, you know, he, yeah. he, and that's why he is with no much success. Word. Well, how did how did you foster that relationship with Main Source? That was a high school thing. That was like kids getting busy. I still got that spirit to you know. You hear me, man? I'm like, yo, I got the records in the car. Like, where's the turntables? Like, that was my thing. So after school, we jet over their house or whatever. You know, their moms was like really. I mean, I had my turntables. I had my things, but you know, we jet over their house. You know, their moms was like really. Like in the beginning, she was really inviting, really supportive. Like, you no, know, yo, yo, come over here, yo, do your work, and I want to hear it, and you know that kind of thing. So, you know, I'll go over there and shit after school. It, it's funny because Shea Stadium, City Field, like mm -hmm. where I was working, they their their window looked straight at City Field, like you know, because that's the Flushing Corona area right mm -hmm. there. Like G Rap is right there, Corona, like all of them. So it was that. It was just a lot of good vibes and, you know, things going on. So we was able to, like, put it out there to the world musically and shit. But it was like a high school thing. 
you know, dudes just getting up after high school on some rap, watch the, watch the videos, you know what I'm saying? Do a little scratching, take some flicks for the chicks, you know Dope. what I mean? That type of thing. Did you spend a lot of time with G-Rap? Man, did I, man, yo. During those times, uh, and, I, and I'll tell y'all one thing, man. While we were recording Wanted Dead or Alive, Yo. I listened to a lot of Ghetto Boys, bro. Really? In G-Rap's car. Yo. Shouts out to G-Rap. Man, Word is cool G-Rap. What up, though? Word up, man. Like, yeah. we was listening to y'all. We was listening to y'all and to Q. Because I always remember the line. and Because I always said, I want to use that shit as a scratch. And I think it was Bill. God bless. Yo, I think he was like, some of y'all niggas are bitches too. I wrote that. Willie did write that. I said Will. <laughs> I know I said Bill. <laughs> no, yeah, Bill. Bill said yo, it. Will wrote it. It sound like yo, I bitch. That shit. Yeah, I'm talking. That to one you. line. Some of you niggas are bitches, bitches too. too. Yeah. Yo, that shit. Something about that one. And G Rap used to play that album, and for and that one line used to always like. And I was like, yo, nah, these brothers is ill. And, and Cube, he listened to a lot of Cube while Cube. we was um, recording Shouts Wanted Dead or Alive. Word up. Ice Cube is a class act too, man. So G-Rap <sighs> and I got to hanging out in New York um, and we became tight, man. And he was like a big ass influence. You know what I mean? From from listening to, uh, uh, used to stand on the Block selling cooked up rocks, money, money busting, busting out my side. socks, and I really would clock. It was all kind of jeans, fiends uh, bringing jackets and jeans, magazines, anything just to hustle a bit. Like he was, he was. What I had was mad bad from my shoes to my bad. pad. And the first time in my life, loaning money, money to dad. <laughs> crazy. Man, Where I love going? this like, shit, man. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love it, yeah, bro. Yeah. You yeah. work with Molly? Yo, Molly gave me my first check. You Damn know, it. Molly gave me my first check for doing the stuff. I did, uh, Shit, I did. Molly gave me my first, not to cut you off, man, but Molly gave me my first check on production. You me? know, man, one thing that I've been hearing about Molly, I, I never met, I don't think I ever met Molly, but one thing I always hear about him is that he ain't afraid to break bread. Oh, he no. Break bread. Molly, 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 no, because his, check, his cup runneth over. Yeah, like, you, you know why? You know yeah. why? why? Because Molly got yeah. the motherfucking skills. Molly got them skills. Molly touched the fucking machine and it's money. Molly <laughs> was cold. Every fucking time, man. Molly got them skills and like me, like he get busy, man. Molly just be DJing for nothing. Just getting busy. And that's that spirit. So his cup going to run it over for, forever. So it ain't nothing for that man to get, you know, lose something, something off of this because his cup going, he, he got them skills. Dope as fuck, man. That's that's man, why I won't follow that. Fire, where it's like, man. yo, any year, any time, like, yo, what you got? You know, they won't hit me with the OG shit now. They won't hit me with Unk now and all that shit. But yeah. when I, boom, they're like, oh, shit, Unk. Yo, you know, they want to pull me to yeah, the side now. Damn, like, yo, man. oh, shine, You know, and things like that. So, you know, we still standing, man. I, I didn't think this, I, I never foresaw this time frame happening where it's like, all right, you're going to be doing this and be this person in this, you know? So now I'm just kind of standing up like for like, I just want us to always be able to party New York style, yeah. like park style, have some records, you know what I'm saying? Like get funky and face more. If Will won't pick up the mic, we'll we get pick busy. the mic up. Absolutely. 
I will always encourage that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just drop a gem on them, break out. You know what I'm saying? Jump in the fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whoa, I'm out of like, yeah. I'm out of practice, but will. Yeah, I'm sure he can Word, spit around. But that, that's 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 where you know, like last night in Austin, it was that kind of thing, and it no pleased shit. my heart. And ain't nobody know what nobody was going to say, even though you know we did the show. Ed OG was there. Big up, damn Ed OG. it, man. Ed OG man, again. That's my dog, you already man. Know. So you know he put some gems out there. You know, so that's where I think us as artists, like, you know, we we want to give them, you know, we want to give them that. Like, I right, we got the arenas, we got it, but we want to give them that. Yeah, that, that Marvin Gaye yeah. cover. Yeah. The Marvin Gaye cover, the, uh, the I Want You cover. With all the people dancing and shit like that and it's the wooden shit and all. Yeah, that's, Dope. we want, you know. Was LL, was LL already big at that time? <sighs> he was huge. He was already big, huh? Now, what year was this also? Man, this had to be I, 90, look, the 90... Anything 90s, he was already big. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no. L was, L was... L was yeah, that's what listen, I, yeah, man, I think about. Listen, it. man. Yeah, this had to be 89, 90. <sighs> 89, 90. Yeah, he's already big. Yeah. No, I'm talking I'm talking about this is where yeah, I'm at right now in my shit. head with the timing. Yo, I don't know um, I'm timing right shout out my man Satchel Page. I was sitting in the car with my man Satchel Page. He playing me... Some old Park Jam shit of L tearing this nigga up. Damn. Woo. Woo. Oh, he's a fucking L tearing this nigga up. I'm like, oh shit. I had to jump on Instagram and I ain't know what he posted or nothing. I'm just like, yo, I heard this tape. L, like, yo, had to comment, man. Yo, nah, L been a beast, man. Like, shout man. out Dr. Butcher, like, all original crew, Royal Rich, all of them, man. Like, Mikey D, all of them dudes, man. L been a beast, man, and he just took the <laughs> reins early, man. Like he, uh, he been a beast on the microphone, man. Like from man. day one, man. Yeah, yeah. When I heard that Park Jam shit, that was solidified because you know you want to hear that. That's why I'm like, I feel like I gotta do. You know, I kind of went straight to doing records and shit. It was like, yo, where your Park Jam emblems and shit like uh, that. Like, so you know, I gotta get that in now. Like, yo, we doing it, but we doing it big, you know. So. I do it like that, but L, like, when I heard that Park Jam shit, I was like, man. So that's some shit that never made that no records? Nah, nah, it was, it, that was street shit that, you know, dudes man. just got circulating around, I and I was like, to man. Hear some of that absolutely. Shit. Yeah, nah, Satchel Page, we, we good. And then there's, there's my man, I, I can't think of his name right now, but he's the tape master. He got all that shit, man. All them little, like, Biz and Red Man, or Farmers and all that. Rest wild in peace, shit. Biz. Yeah, word. My we man, love Biz, you, man. For love. Sure. Word. Much love to Biz. Biz was funny as hell, too. Absolutely, man. man. Funky as hell, too, Funky. man. Like, ooh. I got ooh. a beat from uh, Biz before he left. And uh, yeah. I want to record it, but. This is this is Biz with me because Biz Biz always like Biz Biz was like so Biz always he say like yo I'm I'm the one that bought you out like because you know I met Biz my 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 mentor <laughs> my mentor Paul C I he lent me his drum machine for like two weeks he was he was he was already he was working with Latifah he was working Dude. with Ultra Magnetic Paul Ultra C magnetic. you talking yeah. about Paul C yes. Yeah, SP-1200. SP-1200, yeah. yes, sir. So he lent me the SP, and I beasted it out for like two weeks. He came back, got the machine. He was like, yo, let me let me slide with these discs. You know, like, I ain't got no machine. Or, you know, he taking the machine, so it's like, yo, let me slide with the discs, too. drum sounds, though. No. Nah, but, nah, but I ain't got no machine no more because he taking that shit back. He lent it to me, so he taking it back now. He like, yo, let me take the disc, too. So he go back to the studio. He plays the beat for Biz. 
He played one of my beats for bitch. It was this Bob Marley joint. I had um um the um the um it's funny because you pulled up I playing pulled some up Bob. Playing it, yeah. So it was the Bob Marley, it was the joint called uh, I don't know if it was Cornerstone. Yeah, um the the cornerstone joint, uh the the builder will be the head cone. The, the stone that the builder refused will always be the head cornerstone. Man, I need to hear that. That's the hook. I, I, I don't know it's, all it's about L. Marley. It's L, yeah. The, the stone that the builder... Those lyrics out. Were, were used in the boondocks, right? The stone, the stone that the, that the builder refused yeah. will always be the head cornerstone. That's yeah. the Bob Marley joint. It may you know have an earlier... But um, yeah, it was the Bob Marley joint. And Biz, I, you know, my man Paul called me. He was like, yo, come to the studio right now, man. I'm like, all right, boom. I had to get on the bus and shit. I had to walk, man. It's all types of shit. It was crazy. Went there. Biz right there. Yo, you made that beat. Yo, that shit is funky, yo. Funky. Listen to what we, listen to what we. And they was working on um, uh, fucking Just a Friend. He played me Just a Friend that day. He played me the Mudfoot shit, all that shit. So I was like inducted. I was like, oh shit, I'm saying with Biz, they, they asking me how I feel about the shit and everything. They like, how you like that? I'm like, nah, that's that's ill. Like. So I'm like, you know, got chills. Then after that, he's like, yo, how you get home? I'm like, get on the bus. He's like, nah, come with me, man. Getting a, a smoke gray Maxima. She got the fucking system. It's going crazy all through the street. People like Biz, Biz. We go to the Coliseum. They Dang. got the shirt kings downstairs. Everybody, Biz, Biz. He take me back to flushing and shit. Everybody, yo, oh shit, Biz. He come upstairs, meet my moms, the whole, man, it was crazy, man. Biz, man, man God Biz. bless you, Biz. Word, Biz. man, love you, man. man love let, Biz, let, man. Before we go too much further, my bad. let's go back to Paul C. Yeah, Your mentor. Please. Paul C uh, is this little known genius. People yeah. that know, know, yeah. right? Paul worked with a lot of artists <sighs> from back in the gap. And but he he met an early demise. Uh, what was Paul like? Twenty four years old. Twenty four. Twenty four. And he died under tragic circumstances. Did they ever find out no. why he no. was killed? But no. they they didn't they arrest somebody. They had. He was actually a one of the episodes of America's Most Wanted. America's. It was actually New York Most Wanted. Right. It was New York's Most Wanted. Right. Yeah. So. Man, I wish, man, I wish, you know, just for, so, you know, there, there's speculations of suspects and, you know, but I think somebody did get, I, I don't know, but it's just like. They made, they made, I know they, I heard that they made a couple of arrests right. and I don't know what ever happened to it because it just was not something that was, that yeah, was put out there. To begin lot. with. Right. Yeah. But yeah. That was tragic, man. I would have really liked to see what he, he could have oh, done because he was so young. Yeah, man. And, and so gifted. And he was working with a lot of people. He was yeah. doing a lot. I, and I, so I, unique yeah. to be a white dude doing yeah. this, man, and to be so funky, man. Like, yeah. it was it was like, man, like, you know, it was almost, I, I don't know, man. I don't want to say nothing spiritually, man. But, you know, God bless, man, my man Paul. So I have a, a production company to this day I, I dedicated to him paul c productions mm -hmm. it's instead of the letter c it's s-e-a because we both liked uh, uh we liked alan toussaint and marshall seahorn the producers for the meters okay and that was a black dude and a white dude 
yeah. you know, working together. So I made it Paul C S E A because Marshall Seahorn and Island Toussaint always did funny ways with their publishing companies, where it was 2C, C2, and things like that. So I did Paul C, yeah. you know, for my production company, man, too. And now we here with Mad Productions, man, and um, it's all under Paul C. So definitely they, wanted to they, do they were questioning a lot of people. I know they I mean, had, I mean, yeah, I, I, man. They yeah. questioned a whole lot of people from yeah. me. They, they, I mean, they really was. See, I ain't. I think that was probably the most investigated nah, hip hop murder. Big, big, maybe that I big, ever heard. Big might be more. Big, big might be a little bit more. I mean, but damn, they ain't, they still the ain't big, come up with I nothing for neither big, one of them. I think the big thing was more like, yo, let's just do this because let's put our name in a book so I can write this book or whatever. I don't think they were ever serious about trying to solve big right. murder because if they wanted to, they they would have done it. God, Same thing with Pac. If they wanted to, they could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. They can find a man in a hole clear across the fucking globe. Exactly. They could have found out who did that in shit. In the desert. Yeah. Exactly. So. But you know, with that yellow journalism, man, ever since I learned that term, man, I ain't, what is journalism? What is it? Man, that's when they just put the paper out and they just tell you whatever the fuck they want to tell you. And you don't know if fucking Bin Laden even really exists and shit like that. Like, I'm serious, man. I, I'm I've been skeptical of all of that shit, man. Since ever since I learned that learned that term, dogs. Like I, I don't I don't mess with that shit, man. I don't I don't. I know you, you know you, but you got a nice radar on all of that, man. So you could speak on it, man. And my man Lord J too, Lord Jamal. He he be speaking on it, you know, a Jamal, lot. So that's you know, love Jamal. Love absolutely. Him. So you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. We need brothers like y'all. You know what I'm saying? And then after y'all get that lesson and shit, come get that musical blessing. You know what I mean? And then you know we gonna take y'all all of that, man. Just get busy, man. Like we we water this earth, man. This is our shit, man. Like Salon said, this is for us. Hold up. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Abad.com named you as their number 13 uh, producer in hip-hop history. Wow. 13th best. Uh, now, that's on a list of top 25. Okay. And then the greater list is... That's halfway almost. That's yeah, almost halfway. Yeah. And that, the greater list is like everybody, right? Right. Uh, what do you think about that honor? Or is it an honor to you? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool just to even be on the list, man. And to, you know, I took this likeness, this name, large professor, you know, sticking my chest out, you know, talking that shit on the mic and all of that shit. And put it out here in the world and now it's on a list somewhere. So, Dope. yo, man, I'm 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 with it, man. I'm with Anybody it. Anybody on that list you think you should be ahead of? 
mad dudes, man. That's 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 really popping now. You know, but look, I mean, man, we got we got up, we got so the list. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. Let's go to Just so up a, a bot.com uh 25 best hip hop producers. So, I mean, you got different categories of it though. So, and I'm accepting of that is that, you know, you got boom bap, you got trap, drill, all of that. So I play my part, man, on the, you know, on the boom bap field, forefront. And I'm like, yo, we good, man. Like this started from, you know, started from the bottom. Now we here. Yeah. For real, man. Like this is being taped, recorded, man. People are going to see this, man. Like that's what we wanted, you know, just to put our likeness out there in the, in the art, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Not, not to belabor the point. But Be I really want to know how you feel, you yeah. know, about your status in the game with all that you brought to the game. I really want to know how you feel, like deep yeah. down inside, how you really feel. Fuck yeah. the political career. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. want to know really yeah. how you feel, somebody who's given so much. Right. I feel excited because I've always been like, nah, I need to put in more work. I need to put in more work. Like, I need to put in more work. And now, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's the, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I now feel like, all right, all right. And I've been saying that a lot lately to people. The work is in. The work is in. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that a lot lately. I've been saying stay close and the work is in a lot lately. But, yeah, the work is in. And um, so I, I feel good, man, because the community now is not, and it's it's not an industry community. It's just a natural like the internet technology has t it, it 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 fucked the industry shit up. You know the industry had a hold yeah. on like oh no you can't you know and it's like the in internet just like now nah, you gonna see whatever you interested in and if you if that man get his you know shit popping like that and you gonna see it like it's gonna go viral or whatever. So that's what I'm loving. That's what I think is part of the reason why I'm like. I'm excited now because like the internet, like, all right, you put, remember, I'm skill driven. I'm, 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 I'm based on, that's the first song I can't, based on skill. That's the first, like when I made my little tapes and shit, I had concentration on work and I had based on skill. And that's my shit now. So I'm like, you know, if you look at my IG, all I'm doing is just putting up records, shit like that. People, you know, it's a small community now, but it's going to grow. I'm taking all these records from America, American history, fucking them up, like twisting them up on some hip hop shit, making them translate into some hip hop shit and people's getting it. And yo, it's growing worldwide. And that's what I'm loving. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. The God MC, <coughs> Rakim. Rakim. He was uh, somebody that you collaborated with a few times. Yeah. Now, Rakim has a mythical type aura about him. Mystique, I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's a very down to earth, humble guy, but uh, you know, he, he don't allow too much access to himself. Uh, give us a story. I that, think, I think that, I think that's Rakim double edged. And 
and, and, and he said that just recently that 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 was double edged about him because the industry started turning into like everyone coming together and like yo we collabo and all of that and you know at that time he was just a standalone dude mm-hmm. and dudes were just like you know he he was always approachable and the guy always showed love but just on the artist tip it was just like a one to one like standalone type but um oh man yo Rakim man. Man, give us a, give us one of them stories about Rakim because we don't really have stories about Rakim. What, what style? Like, like what? Some crazy? Some? I mean, because the God, that's that's the God. Ha- like maybe I, something I, happened in the studio, or he gave you a okay. phone call one day that right. you ain't gonna never forget. All right. <laughs> oh man, one time uh, we were in the lab. I think he was working on his solo joints. It wasn't. It could have been Eric being rocking. I don't, I don't know, but we was in the lab in the city, and uh, I had my man Len with me, and Len, Len, we was cool and shit. He knew Rock him from when, when I was working with him. This is after all the work was in from that time. Now we got another time we working with him and shit. We going to see him. My man Len with me and shit. We chilling. Rock him, embracing him. You know they they clicked up and shit. Everybody smoking weed, chilling, whatever. So my man Len, he going downstairs and shit go to the store, whatever, he come back upstairs, got this girl or whatever, he got some girl with him. Might have been two or whatever, one or two girls and shit, Russian chick. I guess he told her downstairs, like, yo, man, I got Rock Kimmer, you know, Ra allowed it. You know, so now the chicks is in there. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> I ain't going, you know, I ain't going to say nothing else, man. I ain't going to say nothing else, man. Uh, nah, it was why. Nah, I, I tell you, I tell you this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a block out one part and go to this. I'm gonna go to this right here. So, my man Lynn, right now, the chick, like one of them, I guess it was. I don't know. My man Lynn tried to, you know, because it was trying. You know, everybody was trying to do their little studio thing at the time. Like I, you know, we was talking earlier about the, you know, pull a seat back in the jeep type shit. You know, so <laughs> they trying to do their studio thing, right? So. uh you know, the chick just come out, no, 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 rock him, rock him, not you, rock him. <laughs> not, not who? My man Lynn. My man Lynn. She wanted <laughs> rock him, not him, not Lynn. <laughs> right? That's what you're saying? <laughs> Yo, we was all laughing there, you know. It was crazy, man. Yeah, that uh, you know, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was some wild shit. It was some wild shit. But uh, uh, you know, for a studio session, we in there supposed right. to be doing music. Yeah, you know, I mean, she, she, yeah, she, yeah. Hey, wait, <laughs> shit happens. Mm-hmm. Shit be happening. <laughs> Work with Tribe Called Quest. Oh man, yeah, man. The honorable yeah. brother Q Tip. Oh man, yo, that's that. Like to be involved with a brother that you know Q Tip with brothers actually, but. I was like, you know, because we had so many similarities, um, me and my man Q-Tip, like we both the Aries shit and using same records and all this, you know, wild shit we found out about each other, each other whatever and shit. So it's like, wow, man, like, yo, we got a lot in common. Start rocking like dogs, man. That, the, the records that they put the world onto that the world still reveres through their music. Yeah. Like artists now, like this is like a portal, man. This is like, 
them dudes was like, you know, even their album cover with all the faces yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, they were like yeah, a portal yeah, for yeah. like hip hop, man. And to this <laughs> day, man, like, you know, I reach out to Tip, man. He just recently rocked on a song that I have with my man, Neek the Exotic. He was on Faking the Funk with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did a project called Extra Exotic. So Q-Tip came through on that. We did a joint called Q-U. I talked to him here and there, you know what I mean? Like he he out there, man, That that's a... That man has, you know, put hey. the world on to some, you know, and just tribe, man, brought just such a great vibe, yeah, man. Yeah. And just for me to get a shout out and to like do a track for them, you know, it was just like an honor, man. Like them, them dudes was already going. And when we clicked up, they got greater, better, you know, and when they kept going and getting great, yo, incredible, man. Incredible experience. My, my, my um, Okay, so when the Midnight Marauder, I've been on Tribe Called Quest since um, the Low End Theory. Mm. But when the Midnight Marauders came out, I was smoking weed really, really, really Hard heavy. body. Everybody yeah, was yeah, at, the, yeah, yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah. And I had an 850. What color? Black. Okay, all right. I had an 850 right. with 215s. And all of it, like it was done up like professional sound. You remember that? You remember that whip that he's talking about right there? What the, he's, what the black saying? joint? He My said black eight fifty. The black eight fifty. You never had a black. <laughs> I love this odd couple dynamic y'all got, man. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> now Bradley had every damn car you could think of. No doubt. Go big. Woo. That boy make big money. You yeah. drive big cars. Woo. Know him. Nah. Man. All right. So you're but in the eight fifty. I'm in the eight fifty, man. And I'm riding. Molly had the red one. He did. Every, yeah, everybody in the bridge yeah, like, whoa, yeah. mom. Man, Prince had a purple one. I mean, a, a yellow one. You remember that shit, Willie, we went to Prince's? Uh, yeah, yeah. You went to that eight. compound? Yeah. I went he, to that compound. He had a yellow 850 with purple seats in it. Yeah. I went to that compound. He clowned Tevin Campbell. He Prince clowned. came to a ghetto boy show. Sure did. He sure did. Two. We had two. We, we played two shows. At, at Glam Slam. It was a Glam Slam. Glam Slam. Glam Slam. That's where I was out there with Shaq. Prince was. In the balcony, singing every word. And Prince went, and Willie said, "They go Prince up at the top." And people looked back, and Prince did this. <laughs> and big dude hauled him out. Real I'm, shit. Eyes, right, so you said tribe called quest. I'm, so I'm wait. Let me finish. Willie, don't cut me off no more. And so I'm in that bitch, man. Let's go. So I hit the weed right, and this is this is my tribe. My, my, my partner is is coming down. From uh, Oakland, nice. That's and they, my, and they that's bringing my that place. they bringing that weed that's rolled Ooh. up like you wouldn't believe. Ooh. So I fired up the square, man. I go to the records. So I'm high as fuck. I pick up the Midnight Marauders, bro, oh. and that shit's so fucking loud. I put it in there, and it's the. <laughs> <laughs> That is my favorite Tribe Called Quest album because of the experience. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, know what you're saying. Yeah, I know that's like a gangstar joint. Quest. Yeah, where you were. Where, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Remember, yeah. I remember yeah. that shit like it was this yeah. morning. Yeah, I was high as fuck, and that song came on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just drove. Yo, tip, throw the brethren Jones behind the Ronnie Foster guard. 
man. Go. <laughs> yo. Hey, you suck a nigga, whoever you are. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, hey, Tip, yo, Tip, bro. I'm with the ghetto boys. Bro. You the horn, man. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, no doubt. <laughs> yo, Tip, throw the bro. brethren behind us. Yeah. Go. Bro, man, that, nah, that's a fly guy, man. I, all right, so y'all told the Prince story. So I'm riding to Jersey, go get some records with this dude. There was this diner, man. This dude, I found out my man Charlie. <laughs> there was a diner. My bad, I'm a ramble. So there's this diner, man. The dude, white guy, man. Yo, ew, tough, tough guy, tough guy. He's a tough guy. Short too, man, but tough, like what you want type shit. So we in there getting records. He's showing us love doing shit. Like we, so boom, we driving over there, shit. Fucking phone rang and shit. He talking and shit. He like, yo, Prince, what up, man? Like, don't want to speak or shit. I'm like, oh, okay. I got a good Prince moment for your okay. ass. So, okay, Prince. Lundell and Q-Tip. Lundell, Q-Tip, and Prince were together. Mm -hmm. And Lundell was representing me. And Lundell made me, me, let me meet Prince, man. Yeah. And he told him my name or whatever. He said, hello, Brad. That's crazy. <laughs> and then he said, Tip. And they went yeah. to the back. All right. Can I? <laughs> all right. All right. So you, all right. Well, Prince. Okay. Well, uh, Fly Guy, Q Tip, my brother. I love him, man. Kamal, the abstract. Kamal, all right. the abstract. So uh, I'm with the family Christmas Day, chilling. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? Family, extended family, everybody, you know. He called me up. Yo, oh, I'm going to come through. I'm going to come through. All right, cool. You know, because he, I moved out to Jamaica. He had just left, the, you know, so like, yo, go and visit moms. You know, I'm come through. Come to the back door, shit, bro. Open the door and shit. Got Janet Jackson with him. I'm like, what, come in. What was he doing with Janet Jackson? Oh, God damn. Well, see, really? Well, see, come bro. On, man. Bro, they was just hanging the out there. I just want to know, man. They was in the, they was in the movie together. Off the table, bro. They was in the movie together. Quiet minds want to know. <laughs> you got Janet Jackson. What you doing with him? Oh, we're calling. You, you said you did say Johnny Guitar right. Watson was from right. over there, man. Fifth Ward, man. Yeah. Hard. It's hard on Man, y'all niggas is hard. I don't know what Johnny Like, you're going to get wait, us fucking canceled, Johnny? bro. Where is Johnny? We can't be canceled, man. John, I think Johnny Guitar Watson might be young. Galveston? Is it Galveston? That's that's uh, Barry White. Right, right. That's um, Right. Good job. So, now, now like, Queens, the, 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 yeah. the epitome, like, the start of it, and in, in, in our opinion down here was Run DMC. That's when we first yeah. heard about. Yeah, Queens. somebody's saying Queens loud and proud. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The kings from Queens, Queens. from Queens, Queens comes kings. kings. Hold on. What that say? Fifth Ward. Why is this going to say? It don't say no Fifth Ward. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, Willie. The king from Queens, from Queens, Queens comes, comes kings. kings. Yeah, Houston, Texas. But it don't say no. Yes, sir. Yes, Yo, I have to say fifth ward. I said it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Willie said fifth ward, so that's <laughs> fifth ward. That's, that's law. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to fifth ward. Word up. How about that? 
Straight up. Did you ever get a chance to work with Run DMC or talk to them or hang out with them? Or they well, me and me and young? D, me and D is is like that. I'm young bro because I was like the second dude to come out with glasses from Queens. So okay. I was inducted in that way. So you know, it, we we got that camaraderie like that. But um, nah, man, I ain't get to. I ain't get not yet, not yet. Because them brothers are still credible, and I know they could pull a. That's my mission can, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, because um. I just recently gave a beat to Grandmaster Cass, oh, like wow. one of the, yeah, the originator like of this rap shit. So I'm kind of going in different ways with who I want to work with and, and and things that I think people, you know, so yeah, man, we you know all of that, man. We might still be able to do that with running them, man, for real. I walked out the A-loft in Harlem. Nice. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Walked right, right out the A-loft. Yeah. And on the block, who do I see? Kumo D. OD? No, but he was from right down the block. Yeah, convent and all he that. Was yeah, right there. Yeah, and man, that was like wow. That was <sighs> that was a hip hop wow moment. You know? Yeah, and Doug Doug lived right up the block. Yeah, Dougie Doug Fresh lived right yeah. up the block from there. Yeah, hell yeah. So man, I get I get I get birthday calls from OD. I get uh, nice make man. make make oh, yeah. Man. When he heard I got sick, man, I got calls from right. OD, and when when I got my transplant, you know, yeah. OD check on me like like Tip, like you Tip do, man. man. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. man, to to have people that you grew up listening to, to be Absolutely, your friends like man. LL, like you know <sighs> LL will hit me up or a Q will you know text Cube and and like these are my people Ice T yeah. Ice T Ice man Ice, Ice man yeah man Ice yeah. man man yeah. I did an art I did an art exhibit with Ice man we did a, a show called Lyrics it was uh, me Ice and so it was like the dude do a painting or whatever and we just write the lyrics over the painting and you know it was cool it was me Ice Cool Keith uh, Smooth the Hustler few of us were that was just recently nah nah oh, okay. it was a few years ago it was a few no, years took, ago because Chuck just told me he was with Ice-T at some kind of art thing that was yeah, going on up yeah, there yeah branching out so that yeah that was a cool experience man that's that's the to to what he say is the the real OG it was he, he's the he's the OG oh, he, the, he, the, he, the, he the triple the, OG now cause I'm OG yeah. Willie double OG, so Ice T gotta be yeah. triple OG. Yeah, Willie D old. whatever the motherfucking highs is. Willie, you ain't that. Yeah. You ain't old yet. Shit, ain't gotta be yeah, old. Nah, yeah, flavor, nah, flavor nah, older than you, man. What's going on with man, that shit? My experience, <laughs> so yeah, the experience, exactly shit, the experience. So Ice T, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> so Ice T got a song called Reckless. I'm goddamn triple. Reckless got a song called Reckless, man. And people didn't know that was Ice T. That's Ice T, right? Reckless. Reckless. I don't. I can't think of that right now. I, mean, I know how rollers. I know how rollers. A DJ's pet. A DJ's task was just to play records. What more could you ask? Oh, that first and record you talking about? Remixes, scratches, and cuts. Wasn't that ice? You talking about that first yeah. record? Reckless. Yeah, they just recently. Uh, I think they had them on a series that Cash actually was hosting, and they. Sh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's, man, it's like that, with the B-Boys or something like yeah, that. Ice yeah, Ice-T was with the breaking uh, yeah, era too, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Ice-T is from like New Jersey or something, Absolutely, right? yeah. And grew up in yeah. California. That's so yeah, dope, man. Yeah. Man, you've been with a lot of records, man. You've yeah. done a lot of business with a whole lot of people. Yeah. Like, you ever thought about being an executive? I, yo, I'm doing that now, man. I mean, I know people are like, yo, words, you going to do that now? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to do that now. I got a good team around me. It's industry free, all that bitch ass industry shit ain't nowhere around me, man. I got gorillas next to me that's fucking 10 up the road. We was just in Denver, 
wow. all over the place. Shit. Wow. Fucking Oakland. Dell <clears throat> Dell came out. They was like, you know, yo, Dell don't never, Dell don't never pop out for people. Hey, you you already know. We no was, deal, I was out there deal. um with high roll, you know what I mean? Like, so we just tearing up the road with, you know, with the respected artists that we know from our era, from the new era, all of that, man. And I don't know what just made it click, man, but just more than ever now, it's like, you know, so I'm I'm kind of doing that now, man. Like, you know, I'm, to some it may be late, but we working with a lot of time. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's with good. a lot of talent, too. Yeah. Scale, man, based on skill, brothers. <laughs> based you, on skill. You got the experience and 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 the, the 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 respect. And so it shouldn't be hard for you to make the moves. And you got the connects, you know. Absolutely, so, man. Yeah, for real. It shouldn't be Absolutely, hard for you to do whatever you want to do out there, man. So what's next? Yo, man, we got this up down south up top project with my man Roy Waters, man. He's actually the brother. He he reached out to A King. He was like, yo, while we out here, man, you gotta go see the brothers. I was like, well, damn, we was just at Rock the Bells. I'm like, yo, that make all the sense in the world, man. So Roy Waters, man, we got that project. We tearing up, yo, we was, we all over the place right now. You know, the families got our back, you know what I mean? Like we we out here, you know, picking up the luggage, doing what the yeah. fuck we do, shit like that. Um, I mean Always, man. I, I just, I just knocked out a joint for the locks. Damn. You know, in they last joint, yeah. It's, it's, it was ringing off real, real funky joint, real funky oh. joint. And, and it actually included the, um, that new movement. The Griselda Brothers was on there. Uh, Benny the Butcher. Benny and all the of Butcher's them. fire. Yeah. So that he got some fire. Yeah, they yo. So and it was good to have a new movement come from New York, and it right. wasn't from the inner city. You know what I'm saying? It was like the brothers from up top because they, you know, they, they, you know, the city, the city, I, I can't front. And I, I'll, I'll actually, I'll say it, man, like the inner city got kind of like, not bougie, but got kind of like, you know, like, you know, and that's, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and the South, like all these other regions was coming through and they, you know, these people, you know, they go, you know, y'all brothers come, you know, like, yo, we hitting yeah. these fucking streets. Like, like New York, man, and, they. You know, the offices was right there. You know, you know somebody there that, you know, so like, I can't front, I was one of them. You know, I was the office, you know, yo, I'm jet out to the city, go to the office, see what's up. Like, so now to open up and just like go to all these different regions and the work is in. So people, it ain't like I'm going out here square one, you know, it's like yeah. I'm, I'm going <clears throat> out here with some work in. So, you know, it's the likeness, but just put that work in and I think we'll get it to where we, where we need it to be so that, you know, uh, not even on the industry tip, just for the culture, you know, we'll, we'll have, like, cause I was always inspired by like Africa Bambada, you know, um, uh, Africa Islam, you know, the Zulu dudes, mm -hmm. these were, they, they, they had a term called record masters. These were record masters. These was dudes that, you know, yo, bam, got every break. You know, that type of shit. You know, that's that was where I was. I was like, mm -hmm. oh shit, yo, and yo, bam played Frisco Disco at, you know, and like, you know, in Africa Islam and that like that was the shit that always had me wide eyed, like Africa Islam cutting up Bob James Nautilus and shit on the, you know, the Zulu beat show, Jazzy J and them record masters and shit like that. Like that's what I think because that community, the record store community, like I've been linking with record store owners and things so it's just a whole other world out there man that i see how it could be done and we're gonna get it done right on for sure you I mean, love your legacy man is definitely secure 
Break me, Louie. Absolutely, man. Break. That's where break we, we was out there. We was. <laughs> that's where we was out in Oakland. He he he's out there posted with the High Road Brothers now, man. Yeah, so yeah, up. he the OG um, take care of the, uh, the turntablism. Yeah, definitely, man. So you know we out here circulating with the old and the new, man, and, and just in the name of hip hop. In your you know opinion, in your opinion, what can we do to make hip hop better? Like, what can we do to make hip-hop better? What can hip-hop do to make hip-hop better? Well, one thing that I saw that was really nice was my man Puff opened that academy up, man, for them children, man, to kind of like, because that's what we need. We need these next generations, man, to know what it really is and to follow suit and to have the proper guidance, man. So y'all, you, especially you, when you came in, I, I, that, I didn't even say hi. I was like, yo, I love what you're doing because you're putting a lot of common sense out there for a lot of people who just like it's this is common sense like you know and i love that man and y'all brothers man just just keep forging ahead man how y'all do man and y'all doing it now man when you hit the stage at the rock the bells when you putting the word out there that's the good word man for real i'm, I'm telling you there ain't no bullshit man you 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 are upright dude, man, and, and you dude. you Love standing you. on something. You standing on something like <clears throat> people 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 may not be able to you know pinpoint what it is, but you got a solid stance that you come from. That's like yo, this is the word that's that's heavy and 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 it's real in my heart, and I'm gonna relate this to you. If you if you if you come up with something different, you know, like you you there for if somebody got something you know, to add on or if they want, you know, but where you stand is strong and I, 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 we need black men to, you know, and very, very well spoken, you know what I mean? From start to finish, like mm -hmm. very well spoken, both of y'all brothers. Like, I think that was part of the allure is how well spoken y'all are. And yo, just continue that, man. And y'all, we good, man. I, I'm, I got chills when they told me, man, because I'm like, yo, man, the brothers, man. And yeah, I know we all got mutual respect for one another's no art and everything, man. But to actually sit down and chop it with y'all, man, is 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 a super honor, man, for real. Because I, I got super respect too, for y'all, yeah. man, Absolutely. for real. Absolutely. Indeed. Yeah. The same way, bro. Word. Before we get out of here, before we get out of here, in October mm -hmm. in 1866, Texas passes a law providing that black people cannot testify in court unless the defendant is black or the crime charge was committed against a black person. Mm. Yo, it's that, crazy. That was a law, bro. Yo, brother, is, this is what's crazy is that um I was I I'm sitting out there in um Fort Worth <laughs> and I mean it caught y'all maybe y'all may be like really uh acclimated to this but you know, the police car rolled by and that shit said white settlement on it. It that said must, that white settlement. Is that a neighborhood? Yeah, it was it's, probably a neighborhood. it's probably the county. But the police car said white settlement. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, I, I kind of felt good because I'm like, you know, we got a lot of black, black lives matter, you know, all of that. Kind, and I, I kind of want like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Let's not hide that shit, man. Put it out there, man. If you want to be proud to be white, you know, put it out there and shit. Like, don't don't hide that shit and, you know, under no hood or nothing and do all this shit. Like, just blatant put it out there. Like, we putting it out there. It's, it's Black a, Lives Matter. Like, yo, I, right, you know, it ain't going to be no war if we being, you know what I'm saying? We just having pride. Everybody going to have motherfucking pride. People have pride. 
I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go there, you know, but like every, don't hide it, man. Like, so it was, it was kind of like, oh shit, white settlement. Like, yeah, wow. it's a city. It's a city. It's a city. Yo, I, and it was crazy because I looked up, I looked up white settlement police car. <laughs> sure enough, that shit came up. Man, white and, it said, and it says white settlement on the side, man. I was like, wow, that's, that's. So when you read that, man, I'm like, I know it still exists, but you know, hip hop is, is definitely um, penetrating, man, because that shit looks stupid as fuck when these people be racist and all of that shit, man. Because it's like, man, you you part of the, like, the fucking, the small, like, nah, man. You got too many people that's like, we 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 rocking together, man. Like, it's so crazy, man. I don't, I don't know nothing. To, I mean, Flushing was a fucking melting pot, man. Like, I grew up with Hang June. I grew up with John Soul. You know what I'm saying? My man Agalos, Gia Rookis, and you know, Joel Estrada, you know, I mad people. So I ain't never had no fucking racism shit with me, you know, just from where I came up at. You know. So and, it's time for you to go and you ain't got no more. How you wanna be remembered? Man, I'm gonna be remembered. That's it. There you go. Yeah, I'm that's gonna it. I'm gonna be remembered. That's it, man. They in some history book somewhere, they're gonna be like Lars Professor, and they guaranteed there's gonna be the bloodline still holding it strong. Cause yeah, I got yeah. I just seen, man. I'm, oh man, I, that's a whole nother show, man. I know where you're going with this, yeah, but yo, yeah. definitely, man. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, Lars Professor. Man, love y'all, man. Word. No Ghetto boys reloaded. Word, peace. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.